It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Age of Radio. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. I can't wait to get into this. Let's do it. Yes, sir. It is time for some WWE talk, and we're going to kick it off with the Monday Night Raw from this past Monday. Let's get it, brother. First up on the opening docket, we had Seth Rollins taking on Finn Balor. After Seth Rollins reminded the WWE Universe that once again that he is next in line for a WWE Championship opportunity, specifically now claiming to have that bout against Big E scheduled for WWE Day 1, Finn Balor in, uh, earned a measure of retribution by jumping all over the Visionary before their match. Once the match got underway, it was a hotly contested and remained that way until Rollins ultimately connected with a devastating stomp on Balor to earn victory. Koopa. Yeah, man. That's... I, I don't know. I don't get it. I wish Seth Rollins wasn't always in the title hunt. And I think that, uh, you know, Finn Balor deserves more credit than what he gets. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, at the same time, Rollins really hasn't been in the title hunt, per se, in a while. Because well, no, no one no. was taking on really Roman. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's about time. Yeah, I think so. And uh, But I do agree with you on the um, Finn Balor thing's uh, perspective because he really doesn't get the push he's been deserving. Um, it's really hard to watch how they kind of keep him mid-level at best, really, yeah. honestly. Like, he's, like, in between, actually. He's, like, he's above being a mid-level guy, but he's just below being in contendership. Yeah, the very first so. universal champion, and this is what you do to him. Right. So... All right, Raw Tag Team Champions RK Bro took on Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, the Dirty Dogs. So, here we go. Despite Riddle not getting his wish to have Randy Orton return the favor by dressing up as the original Bro this week, 
RKO still fired on all or RK Bro, sorry, still fired on all cylinders during their tag team championship defense against the Dirty Dogs. This historic bout for this was a historic bout for Orton, making him the superstar who has competed in the most matches ever on Raw. Culminated with a Viper hitting Ziggler with a sudden RKO for the win, keeping those titles around the waist of RK Bruh. This is cool, man. I mean, it sounds like it was a good match, but <laughs> at what point does Viper turn on uh, on Riddle? And the only reason why Randy Orton has the most matches on Raw is because Randy Orton has never left the company or had an extended break or time off. Mm-hmm. This dude's been wrestling for God knows how many years now. Right, and every time he's actually moved over to SmackDown, it's never really that long of a run, it seems like. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, so it's kind of weird to say, well, he's had the most matches on Raw. Well, like you said, he's never had a break from the company by leaving it going to another promotion. He really doesn't miss much time due to injury or just taking breaks. And like you said, he's he's hardly ever on SmackDown. I mean, it just goes to show the phenomenal shape the guy's in, but mm-hmm. it just I'm like, okay, you know, he's like the Tom Brady of <laughs> of Monday Night Raw, of um, you know WWE Monday Night Raw type right. thing. Right. Obviously, I think the probably the point when we're probably going to see, um, you know, the Viper turn on Riddle. Well, probably when he's ready to start working into another title hunt. I think we're getting ready to see it, dude. Uh, the Rumble's coming up, and, you know, this whole bit they're playing with where Riddle's dressing up like Randy Orton. Randy Orton didn't look too enthused with all that. No. And uh, I think Randy Orton's tired of playing games, and he's ready to get back in the major title hunt. And the only way to do that is... To drop them titles and go to the Rumble. So, mm-hmm. I think we're about ready to see it. But, you know, people are going to say it's going to be a heel turn. But really, Randy Orton is Randy Orton. And I think that even though he's playing nice, he's not really... He's the Viper. He could strike at any moment. And he will. All right. So. Excuse me. All right. So, Edge... Uh, made his return to Monday Night Raw, which was interrupted by The Miz and Maurice. It was supposed to be a rated R return for the red brand for WWE Hall of Famer Edge, but The Miz was quick to interrupt the occasion. The A-lister, flanked by his wife Maurice, proceeded to demand respect from the WWE Universe, fresh off his run on Dancing with the Stars, and disparaged WWE for not marketing his return in the same manner as Edge's. Uh, the rated R superstar hurled some cutting responses in Miz's way, ultimately challenging the must-see or the most must-see superstar in WWE history to pick a fight in the squared circle. But, of course, The Miz did not oblige. Of Imagine course that. not. He goes on there just a running mouth. Um, he's a prima donna oh. and a A-list whatever. Wanna be. B-plus and then <laughs> Right. It's crazy to sit here. How they used to call Dan... Or Brian Danielson now. How they used to call him a B-plus player. Well, guess what? That was really the Miz, and mm-hmm. y'all let y'all y'all let the good one go. Cause now now look what the Miz has been up to, dancing with the stars. Right. No Ooh. one gives a crap about what you do off. Yeah. <laughs> out of the ring or whatever. All they care about. Was what I don't you even can do think I've watched one episode of episode of Miz and Maurice either. I think. 
Just dumb, dude. Ms. and Mrs. Yeah. Yeah. I know one has. <laughs> so, no one that matters, anyways. All right, yeah, next. But, so, if, if Edge is picking a fight with the Miz, the Miz is going down, dude. Right. I don't know why they haven't the ed- have Edge lower himself to that level of crap. Yeah. Um, he should be focusing on trying to get into the title picture or something better than that. The Rumble's coming. Yeah. All right, the Street Profits took on Alpha Academy. The Street Profits went toe-to-toe with Alpha, Alpha Academy's Chad Gable and Otis in another thrilling tag match uh, while a visually impaired visually impaired AJ Styles took on an action from the commentary table with Amos. It wasn't long before the impairment would prove to be a ruse as the phenomenal one tried to seize an opportunity to spoil any hopes of victory for Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. However, Ford was able to counter the attack, sending Styles flying off the apron, nailing Gable uh, with a huge frog splash for the Street Profits' victory. So how about that? That frog splash is something else, dude. He gets so high. It's almost like Rob Van Dam high. It's kind of crazy. Um, I enjoy wait, wait, which kind of high are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hold up, back up, wait a minute, okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> which high are we talking about when it comes to RVD? I get what you, <laughs> I get what you're saying here. Right? But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, dude, um, just like AJ Styles did to put on a ruse and do something stupid, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I think Almas and AJ Styles are just picking a fight with the Street Profits because the Street Profits have been on a roll, and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, sure. and it's getting to uh, be entertaining to say the least. It's gonna be interesting to see who ends up emerging as the next um, contenders for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Whenever, of course, you know we see Edge. I mean, not Edge, but uh, Randy Orton turn on Riddle. Anyways. Yeah. So, the United States champion, Damian Priest, took on Apollo Crews. The time for talking was over for Apollo Crews as he finally got his United States championship opportunity against Damian Priest. Having Commander Aziz in tow did not prove to be fruitful as the former Intercontinental Champion, or for the Intercontinental Champion, as shortly after the big man was ejected from ringside, Crews fell victim to the Damian uh, being unleashed. Priest then swiftly connected with the Reckoning to retain his United States title. I mean that's how that's how it goes sometimes. You let out the Damien and uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think Apollo Cruz has been quite on his game lately. Um, I I like how he's going back to being. He he's got his own character now. He's himself, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But uh, I don't like don't like what they're doing with him. He's getting lost in translation with a lot of different superstars. Right, as always. It's just kind of hard because they just, some guys are just overly pushing it shouldn't be happening, and there's guys that they underpush, and it's getting kind of bad. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and then they turn him heel and make it, like Apollo Crews is a bad guy? Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, I kind of got it. It was. Yeah, I get it too, but it's. It's a little weird. Yeah. Alright, next up we had the Mysterios taking on the Hurt Businesses, Sheldon Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. One week removed after coming up short against the almighty Bobby Lashley in a handicap match, Ray and Dominic Mysterio aimed to bounce back against Lashley's former cohorts, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. 
The father-son duo did just that after hitting a double 6-1-9 as Dominic finished off Alexander with a big frog splash to secure the all-important victory for the family. That's what's up, dude. Little redemption, man. They needed it after. They definitely needed on. it because they've had some. They've had some rough couple weeks going on, dude. It's been. It's almost been a rough month. Right, a rough month, I should say. Yeah. November was not a good month for the Mysterious. Not at all. So it's a good bounce back. Um, can't wait to see where this is gonna go with the Mysterious. You know, eventually they're gonna turn on each other. So yeah. Um, I don't think it will be dad turning on his boy, but you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and more than likely it's gonna end up being Damien trying to say he's gonna try to step out from the shadows of his father and take you mean Dominic? I mean yeah, Dominic, sorry. Damien. Uh, Damien. <laughs> he's probably Well, a he'll turn into a Damien and turn on his father. There you go. Alright, so next up we had Team Liv taking on Team Bex in a ten woman tag team match. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Do it, do it. No, I'm not. After signing the contract for a Blockbuster Raw Women's Championship match earlier in the night, Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch decided to see who could prevail one week week away from the bout in the form of a massive 10-woman tag team match. Morgan led her team consisting of Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, or sorry, Nikki A.S.H., and 24-7 champion Dana Brooke into battle against Lynch's squad. Uh, That also included WWE Women's Tag Team Champions... Um, Queen Zelina and Carmella as well as Dewdrop and Tamina in the end it was Team Liv standing triumphantly as Morgan pinned Tamina after oblivion to earn huge momentum building win following the match though a brawl ensued that saw the EST of WWE hit Dewdrop with an awe inspiring spinebuster Morgan dropped the women's champion uh, and Morgan dropped the Raw women's champion with oblivion heading into her big title opportunity next week your chaos thoughts. ensues, brother. Chaos ensues. You get that many, that many people in one ring, and there's. I'm surprised they kept it together until after the match. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is, dude. Yes, sir. Definitely interesting to say the least. All right. So for the main event, you have the, <clears throat> you have Kevin Owens taking on WWE Champion Big E. If Kevin Owens beats WWE um, Champion Big E. Earns the spot in the WWE Day 1 pay-per-view title match and turns it into a triple threat with Seth Rollins, Big E, and Kevin Owens. So, here we go. WWE Champion Big E was eager to get his hands on Kevin Owens in this Raw main event, and the two heavy hitters slugged it out with Seth Rollins taking it all in from the announce table. After Owens launched a furious attack on the Visionary and Irate Rollins decided to make his presence felt in a more emphatic way, by attacking KO and following up with a stomp to the WWE Champion. But because he connected on KO first, Rollins' plan to prevent Owens from earning the spot in the title match backfired as Owens was declared the winner as the battle of the result was a disqualification and thus inserted that into the WWE Championship showdown. This is dumb, dude. This is dumb. If you're going to win it, it, I mean, I understand it. It was controversy. I get it, okay? But, like, literally, if you're going to win, earn your spot to a WWE title match. Shouldn't you have to actually win it? Yeah. Instead of being winning it because of disqualification. Yeah, and it's just, it just, and not only that, but it, what, what are you doing pinning the odds against Big E? I mean, he already just had a match with Roman Reigns. 
and put his all into it. And then you're going to try to make him go on a triple threat match on the next pay-per-view? Well, then again, you could be looking at it as, say, like when you had Roman Reigns taking on both Edge and uh, Brian Danielson, now at the time Daniel Bryan in WWE for the triple threat match at WrestleMania. If you have uh, Big E dominate for most of the match and pull out the victory at the end, makes him look better. That it does. So we'll see what happens with it. It's going to be interesting. But that kind of makes me feel like somehow not, he's not going to be champion after that. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. That's my only concern. Raw is probably not happy with the fact that he didn't win the match, but you got to look at it like this. Roman's a big dude, and Big E took Roman to his limit, and I don't think any, not many people can take Roman Reigns to his limit anymore. Roman's been on fire, and Roman's been... A whole nother beast, if you want to put it like that. All right. Because uh, I don't even think Brock Lesnar right now, even with him trying to be babyface, I don't think he can hold a candlestick to everything that Roman has done lately. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so next up, we're moving over to SmackDown, where Fox got its wish. Lesnar's back. Yeah. Good boy, Fox. Fox should just stay out of the business of the WWE. You want him on TV, your network, fine. But stay out of the business of WWE. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just dumb, though, because he's not anything special that you need to have in the WWE because he gets the title, it's gone. And then what are you going to complain about? He's he's already proven that he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And he's just there for the money. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know what the whole deal is between him and him and uh, you know Paul Heyman, but I really think that if Brock Lesnar ever got that title back, Paul Heyman would be right there in two. Of course. I don't think Paul Heyman is loyal to anyone except for Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So absolutely. I think that will be the only downfall, and I think that will be you know. The deciding factor of him getting that title back is going to be Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman is going to get involved with whatever him and Roman do. Then what's WWE going to do when when their title's off the off the show? Yeah, on months on end because he won't show up. Yeah, because isn't that what they're bitching about? Because he's not there. Yeah. Then what are you going to do when he takes off because the title's not there? You ain't gonna. Wrestle a bunch of times on Fox. Yeah. That ain't, that ain't but watch, Roman will still be there. Yeah, of course. Still be, still be there, kicking ass and taking names and absolutely. You know, it's just it's bullshit. All right, so here we go. So first up, Brock Lesnar talks to Z- uh, Sami Zayn to kick off the show. Fresh off his suspension, Lesnar returned to SmackDown with his sights firmly on the Universal Champion Roman Reigns. When Sami Zayn interrupted, however, to express how much of a fan he was of the Beast, Lesnar did not appreciate it. Then reacted harshly and demanded to know who Zayn thought he was with his disruption. In response, Zayn explained that he was next in line for the top title opportunity after winning the Black, Far- Black Friday Battle Royale last week. Which, I don't know why they would have Sami Zayn win that. That's just... What? Anyways, when Zayn... Uh, Sami, sorry, uh, said he was going to beat Roman at WWE Day 1 and then give Brock uh, a title opportunity... Lesnar instead looked to convince him to challenge Roman that very night on SmackDown. Sammy attempted to talk his way out of it, but Brock turned on the intimidation until Zayn finally agreed, changing his, 
changing his attitude on a di- his attitude on a dime. Lesnar enthusiastically promised to still be by Sammy's side and have his back. At Sammy's side, Lesnar made sure the w- that WWE official Sonya Deville made the match and that he would get to face the winner of the Universal Championship match at another title match on WWE, WWE Day 1 pay-per-view. So, main event now is Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus number one contender Sammy Zayn. How does that work? You fall on going there and you intimidate everybody to get what you want because, oh yeah, yeah, if I can push people around and bully bully people around to do what I want, I'll get what I want. Alright, All right, so the first match of the night was Sasha Banks taking on Shayna Baszler. One week after Banks and Naomi defeated Shayna Baszler and Natalya, the boss took on Baszler in a one-on-one match. When the Queen of Spades attempted to hit the gut wrench in the height of the hard-fought matchup, the boss had enough presence of mind to roll through and get a pickup and pick up the quick pin fall with her dangerous ad, over her dangerous adverse adversary. There we go. Yeah, sometimes that's how it goes. Um, I think Shayna Baszler is very underutilized, and I think she's a badass. And what what she accomplished in NXT compared to what she's doing now in the you know, main roster. All right. I think, uh, don't don't get me wrong, but I, I, I think that Vince McMahon has it out for certain people that Triple H, you know, groomed. All right. Because I'm seeing them kind of fall to the wayside now. Yeah, very much so. It's, uh, it sucks. Because yeah, Shayna Baszler is... Man, I would have loved to see Shayna Baszler versus freaking Ronda Rousey. Yeah, well, well that <laughs> may not happen. We, yeah. we won't know for sure for a while. All right, next up, Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy took uh, some uh, retribution to Happy Talk and Happy Corbin. Happy Talk. Yeah. Kind of, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss decided to have some laughs at the expense of... Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy over their misfortunes last Friday during the latest episode of Happy Talk. In response, the Scottish warrior interrupted with Angela in his hand. I believe that's what he's now named his sword. Uh, when Corbin uh, sent Madcap after him, only to see his cohort stop dead in his tracks when McIntyre raised his sword. Yeah, that's right. Meanwhile, in the ring, Hardy emerged from out of nowhere and hit Happy Corbin with a twist of fate. When Moss returned to get retribution on the charismatic Enigma, Hardy hit him with a twist of fate as well before McIntyre finished him off with a Claymore kick. Yeah, let's get rid of them clowns. Right. So irritating. I cannot stand what they're doing with Corbin, and I can't believe he would he would agree to get paid and then run around and act like an idiot. It's just stupid. I mean, he's been acting like an idiot basically since. His... Yeah, I know. That's what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking don't resign with them. Freaking <clears throat> go somewhere. Demand, demand you want a damn character change. Something, dude, because it's it's pathetic. Right. It may be comic relief, but find somebody that's not a big man that that you know doesn't have some in ring talent. Because honestly, Corbin, if you pushed him the right way and you didn't let him drop a drop a money in the bank to this or that and. You can say, well, he came up short. Well, yeah, but how many times do people come up short because that's what the back wants? Right. So, but uh, 
how about a possible interesting tag team of Jeff Hardy and Drew McIntyre possibly developing? Interesting. And, and you, you brought up the sword. The sword is named after Drew McIntyre's mom. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So it was a family heirloom. So. All right. I guess it was his dad's or something. Nice. All right. Next up, in a tag match, we had Los Lotharios taking on the Viking Raiders. SmackDown's hottest new tag team, Los Lotharios, look to continue their hot streak and uh, to take out the Viking Warriors. Uh, Raiders. I don't know why I don't want to keep calling them the Viking Warriors. It sounds better <laughs> to me. I don't know why. Yeah. During the match, Rick Boogs appeared on the commentary table and began to play his guitar with Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Unfortunately, the distraction backfired and the Viking Raiders lost the match with a quick pin. After the contest, Eric and Ivar took issue with the King of Strong Style and his head being the Herald. In response, though, Boogs played the Viking Raiders' entrance music as a peace offering. <laughs> Freak Boogs. Oh, I love this guy. He's so weird. I love this guy. Looks like an overworked... Now, now, if you want to put somebody as comic relief, push him. He's good at it. Well, that's basically how he's introduced. Let's call him anyway. Well, yeah. Comedic I mean, relief. Um, at the uh, previous year's WrestleMania with the weird... With the weird Old Spice stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That was so strange. Anyways. (laughs) All right. Next up, we had uh, Kofi Kingston's return. And he teamed up with, of course, King Woods to take on... Excuse me, Jay Uso. Well, basically, he helped King, uh, King Woods with his match against Jay Uso. Anyways... Kofi Kingston made his surprise return from injury after he suffered at the hands from the bloodline to be at ringside and help Woods even the odds with the SmackDown Tag Champions during the uh, Bold Monarch singles match against Jey Uso. When Woods began to climb the top rope in the final second of the contest, Jimmy Uso suddenly grabbed his leg and pulled him off the off, off with great force. This not only brought in a swift end to the match by disqualification, but uh, lit a fuse for King Woods in the hand of the King to unleash uh, the explosive post-match attack of retribution on the title holders. Uh, yeah, man. And Kofi Kingston, I know they said he's injured. Did you know he just had a kid? Yeah, I heard. He just had a kid. So, he was injured. <laughs> you know, the, the the things they got to throw out there. Instead of saying, hey, let, let, let's let you let, let you let your fan know, fans know or just... Go off TV a little bit. No, we got we got to make it look like you're hurt because you got to go away for a while. Right? It's just nuts. I mean, come on. All right. I guess people aren't allowed to have kids without getting hurt on there. I mean, I mean the only one I, the only one that I I seen that was that was even okay with them having a kid was when when Becky Lynch ended up pregnant and yeah. they made a big deal of it. Right. Well, I mean, let's not also forget, too, that for the longest time, what happened when women supposedly left with injury and came back? Came back with balloons? Yeah, it's just like, so, it's like, okay, you're hurt. Oh. Oh. You come back and you're like, oh, now we see why you're hurt. Oh, I bet you that hurt a little bit. Got probably some back problems now. Anyways, (laughs) but I'm just saying, it's like, come on. It's like... You can, you don't have to say that they're hurt and missing time. You can just say they're going to take some time off. It's okay. We're not saying anything at all. That's okay too, because then it's, it leaves that little wonder. Where did they go? Right. And then when they come back, it's like, oh, cool. Except when they come back and they're all 
Well, and down, you're like, sudden, mm-hmm. yeah. Hello. But I'm just saying, like, with Kofi Kingston, it was like... Yeah, you could have let him. You could have just let him go, and he'd come back and everything be okay. Exactly. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Tony Storm gets her retribution against Charlotte Flair. One week after hitting Tony Storm with two pies in the face, the queen emerged to mock her would-be challenger and made it clear that Tony would never clean off the stink of humiliation that she suffered. She then once again refused to battle her for the SmackDown Women's title. When she left the ring, however, Storm surprised her and hit the outspoken title holder with a pie in the face. Ha <laughs> ha! Take Turn that, for Fair play, dude. Um, I think Tony Storm is stout. She's ready for this match. And Charlotte better watch out. Because mm-hmm. I think the only thing that Charlotte has a problem with is that, that hot temper temper of hers it gets the better of her sometimes yes sir it definitely can but if it ends up at a pay per view uh, yeah usually she wins she usually wins if you want to drop, make her drop the title it's going to probably be on an episode of Smackdown yeah alright next up we had a match against former tag team partners The Bar as Sheamus took on Cesaro Sheamus went one-on-one with his former tag team partner one week after the Swiss Superman defeated the Celtic Warriors protege, Ridge Holland. Prior to the match, Sheamus told Ridge to say, uh, stay in the back and watch how it's done. At the end of an explosive match between the former members of the bar, it was Sheamus who emerged victorious, of course, with that nasty brogue kick. Cooper. Mm, that dirty Irishman. Yeah. Bug. Um... I, I like Cesaro more than I do Sheamus. I always have. Uh, I think you and I have always thought Cesaro was was very underutilized. And still is. Still is. So it's uh, it is what it is with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus is is really, if you want to get technical, Sheamus is the bigger of the two, and uh, somebody had to come away with a win, and it ended up being him. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but, I mean, it just sucks. Because every time it seems like they're going to start giving Cesaro some momentum, then they turn around and cut it cut they it, cut it They cut it real quick. It's like, what's going on here? Exactly. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. All right, so here we go. Main event time. Universal champion Roman Reigns taking on Sami Zayn for the Universal title. Are you ready, sir? Let's go, bro. So, prior to his match against the Universal Champion Roman Reigns, Zayn took to the mic to tell Brock Lesnar how he was going to win the Universal title and then have the honor of facing the Beast at WWE Day 1. Before he could finish his statement, however, Lesnar suddenly scooped up Zayn and sent him to Suplex City before hitting two earth-shattering F5s. He then stood uh, the devastated Zayn up and propped him against the ropes completely... um, and completely pucked, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, uh, Roman Reigns in the process. As a result, uh, as a result, moments after the bell rang the subsequent Universal title match, the head of the table immediately hit, it, hit his completely worn torn challenger with a spear before making Zayn tap out to the guillotine. It will be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at, Universal, at WWE uh, Day 1 for the Universal title. Oh, whatever, dude. I'm so sick of It's so, so stupid. Um, I hope I hope Reigns wins it, but we'll see. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens. Because uh, you know Brock's their guy, yeah. and it seems like Vince McMahon's back in town, so 
Mm-hmm. Here lately, so... Second. We gotta have his guy. His prize fighter. It's just so annoying. <laughs> it's like, great, now I gotta root for Roman Reigns again at the <laughs> title. You know what I mean? You gotta give it to Roman, though, because Roman's, Roman's been champion for, what, over 400 days now? Yeah. And still kicking ass. Um, he's just on a whole nother level. I really don't know that even if Paul Heyman gets involved with this, I don't know that Roman will lose. Well, because, you know, he's still got the bloodline, the Usos. So. Yeah. That's the only thing that, that, and that's the only time again. I'm gonna actually be happy if the Usos get involved in his title matches against Lesnar because we don't want to see the title disappear for months on end. Trust well, actually, me. it would. I don't think it would actually disappear for months on end. He would be back later that month for the Royal Rumble, but but yeah, but he'd be back for a squash match, and then we wouldn't see him again until until pretty much WrestleMania. WrestleMania, so yeah. Um, as they get closer to WrestleMania, that's when they see him. Because there's no pay-per-view worth of crap, as we all always discuss, even though, um, what was the last one that we, what was the one before WrestleMania you didn't like, but it ended up being good? I think it was Fastlane. Yeah, Fastlane, yeah. You were like, ah, no, I, But ah. you were right, it was because it was the debut on Peacock, it, Yeah, and they went all out on it, which was, which was good. Good for ratings and good for being with a new company. You know, it is what it is. But since then, Peacock hasn't done so <laughs> with uh, with uh, how they've been running their pay per views. So it's been kind of I don't I like a lot it. of complaints. You know what I don't like is how you can't wait for it to start for a little bit, start from the beginning, and they kind of yeah try to catch up so you can kind of skip some of the bull crap in between. Well, that's what I liked about about that. The it's, WWE Network, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, we can wait for an hour, get into it, and then just kind of skip through the... We never skipped through it, but I mean, you could start an hour later and be okay. Well, I mean, we, we went... You could skip through, like, the, the, you know, the intros and the stupid... Well, I wasn't saying we were skipping matches. I was yeah. saying we're skipping through the fad of the, of the pay-per-view that we don't really care about. Yeah. Them just talking... The recap of the rivalry to that point. It's like, we don't care. We just want to see the rivalry match. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. You know, we don't need 20 minutes of what's been happening. We already know what's happening. But I think it's crap the way they're running it and the way they're doing it. And I'm like, this is not at all what I expected from right. Peacock. Um, I, all I really thought was going to happen was they were just going to move over. Yeah, but the way they're they're running the pay per views, if we're the only ones complaining, I'd be surprised. We're not. A lot of people complain about Peacock. Um, some people complain of audio issues. Some some have said the video has been weird at times. So we're not the only ones. The only thing I can say is because of the fact we're we have Xfinity and they're partner with Xfinity, it's on the it's just free. So. I guess, yay, it's for that for us. Yay for us, right? Peacock's free with your Xfinity package, so it's like, okay. So <laughs> It is what it is with it, but uh, yeah, man, I think that uh, WWE needs to step it up with, with the way they do these pay-per-views. Absolutely. They need to step it up with the way they're doing rivalries because I'm tired. I am so tired of seeing the same 
mm-hmm. people going against each other over and over and over. Right. How many times have we seen Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns? Oh, I know. That's getting r- ridiculous. And it wasn't because, you know, the matches were so close all the time. Where Reigns is like, you, especially when that one match at the, uh, what was it? Um, was it the, one of the first crown jewels? Where they busted through the freaking um, um, steel cage. And they said Lesnar won because he touched first, even though he never touched the ground. He was yeah. still on the fencing. Well, Roman's feet both touched the ground. Or how, or how freaking Brock Lesnar won the money in the bank. That was just retarded. That too, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, there's plenty of reasons why I go on for hours. Why Brock Lesnar should not be your universal champion. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have them sissy pussy people out there that... Oh, Brock Lesnar's the UFC champion. Uh, He's a two-sport champion. He could do this. It's like, no. Brock Lesnar is not good on the mic. Right. He's a big dude. Mm -hmm. He may be respected by many for his stature. Mm -hmm. I get it. Okay? Him and Stone Cold are friends. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. I'm just saying, I don't really care for the fact that He's back and not wrestling. Mm-hmm. You come back just to run your mouth and put an F5 on a little guy. Right. Two F5s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I thought it was better for him to be in UFC because you don't really have to talk in UFC. Well, I like because he does a lot of good news with UFC and WWE because it gave more of a. It gave more of a reason why Brock Lesnar was not around. True. And when he showed up, you're like, woo. Right. That is true. I'll give you that one. Because you knew why. He was training for a UFC fight. That's why he wasn't around. You ain't going to risk getting an accidental injury in a WWE scripted match where you're trying to fight somebody in a real real fight. It's not a scripted fight. It's a real fight. Or you could really get it's like badly hurt. It's not saying. that I don't respect him. I just don't. I don't. Res- we don't I respect don't the like what they're doing right now. I think it's stupid and trying to turn him baby face when Brock Lesnar is not a baby face. It don't matter how many ways you can spin it. I don't care. I ain't, I ain't buying it. Yeah, absolutely. So on that, <laughs> we're, otherwise we're gonna be on here for another twenty minutes complaining about Brock Lesnar. Um, we'll be back, of course, again with um, basketball talk. We'll talk a little bit of baseball about the lockout and what um, is going on with that, of course. And then, of course, we'll be back with football talk and uh, on Tuesday. And hopefully, um, you know, I might have to actually admit that I kind of want my coach to go ahead and go to Miami. So after that performance last night in the Big 12, uh, back 12 out of me. Yeah, but you can't always blame it all on the coach, dude. I, I can when your team does not look inspired at all to be in that football game. Well, because a week before that, they got their ass hand to them. By them. Two weeks yeah. before that. Two weeks, whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying, though. Freaking show up. Inspire your team to play. Gave the same amount of points, all you did was gain three more points yourself. It's just god awful. 
Anyways, so we'll be talking about that and more on Tuesday because we got a lot of other good football games going on this weekend. And, of course, as always, there's going to be some intriguing NFL games. Monday night's actually going to be a good game to watch. I kind of want to watch it, see how Buffalo handles the um, new style of the Patriots now. Oh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. It will be. It's going to be in Buffalo. It's going to be a snowstorm. I want to see if they're going to freeze out the rookie quarterback, Matt Jones, or not. <laughs> Little guy's not used to that kind of cold. He may be used to a little bit of cold, but now it's going to be not really even cold. Really, a little bit of cold. I mean, you're kind of in the same general area we are. I mean, well, yeah, Alabama's only a couple states away. So, yeah. so by that kind of cold in Buffalo, that's a whole oh, other cold. That's cold. That's a whole other cold. So anyway, so we got that to talk about and a lot more. So. Um, be sure to tune in. We appreciate every one of you. Um, looking forward to what goes on um, in the new year. Um, but yeah, I think in the new year, I think we're gonna let them revamp, and we're gonna probably get on here and and do some do some uh, lives and where you can see us and uh, interact with us. I think it'd be fun. So yeah. stay tuned. Definitely, we'll have more details for you on that. So that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always. Keep on talking sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram also at Cooper big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalkwit.com. Cooper in Big Man, that's Sports Talk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.